0: Well hello, welcome back. This must be episode four of Public Speaking and Presenting Made Easy. There you go. I'm Mark from the Marlinson Speakers Academy. Um, I hope you're all having a wonderful week. Now I'm not ashamed to admit that I've quite enjoyed the peace and quiet of lockdown uh, here where we live in the Cotswold. As I look out uh, from my house, look out from the river, from the window right now, I can see the river, I can see the beautiful rolling countryside and i've seen a lot more wildlife recently there are swans and ducks and more hens in the river along with their babies there's been colorful songbirds perched in the trees along the river banks and then majestic birds of prey just circling lazily on the thermals rising up from the warm earth there was uh, I've seen red kites and hawks and buzzards you know they, they just own the skies around here that they're dwarfed only by the herons <laughs> and they look like escapees from Jurassic Park as they fly uh, around in the distance you know the things that that surround us all the time they become our normal really quickly for better or for worse our normal changes that the films we watch the books we read the social media influences that we follow they all shape our thinking they color our thoughts and our emotions for better or for awful worse and i i had an interesting experience last week i was sat outside in the back garden and all of a sudden there was a really loud buzzing noise filling the air i mean it was it was really loud i was astonished how loud it was it was it was an angry noise and yet there was something familiar about it as well and i looked up I was expecting to see a swarm of black drones buzzing around, like, you know, like something out of James Bond. You see how the entertainment we watch fills our mind. But I did not see a swarm of drones. <laughs> um, well, I didn't see a swarm of little black killer robots anyway, but I did see a swarm of bees flying along the roofline of the house. I mean, it was astonishing how loud they were. And then a few seconds later, they were gone. I mean, it is the first time I've ever seen a bee swarm. It was, it was impressive and a little scary. Now, perhaps if I watched a bit more National Geographic channel and a little bit less sci-fi channel, then I would have expected to see bees and not flying robot drones when I looked up at the buzzing sound. The things that we think are entertaining us, they are actually shaping our thinking. You know, all the messages we hear whether we agree with them or not they leave us a little bit changed and over time all of those changes they add up now the direction our thoughts go when we're not thinking about what we're thinking about that the points that the control the direction that our train of thought takes yeah these things that are beliefs and sometimes we are aware of what we believe but other times, those, those beliefs, they actually hide in the back of our mind. They hide in our subconscious and they influence our emotions. They influence our thoughts. They shape our decisions like a puppet master pulling on our strings. That our beliefs shape the way that we see the world and the way that we see other people. That's why two people can go through and experience the exact same events on the exact same day. And one person will be saying, Oh, I've had a great day. I met loads of lovely people, and the next person will complain about all the things that went wrong and the people who were rude to them and people looked them funny on the bus. Not going yeah. The same day, the same things happened, but different perspectives shaped by different beliefs. Now Henry Ford said, "Whether you believe you can, or believe you can't, you're right." You know we. We never succeed at anything that we believe we cannot do. It's nothing to do with our abilities, but everything to do with our beliefs. You see, if if you believe that you cannot do something, you are always on the lookout for evidence to support that belief. So, if you attempt something that that deep down you believe that you cannot do, then at the first sign of difficulty, yeah, the first attempt that fails. You just see that's confirmation that what you believed all along was right. You cannot do this thing. And so you're going to give up and stop wasting your time. But how many worthwhile things have you ever attempted that you were able to do easily at the first attempt? Now, how about walking or speaking or riding a bike, playing an instrument? Doing math, writing, right. Whenever we try something new, we are rubbish when we first begin. You know, we fail a lot. It's it's part of the process. What we need is people in our lives who can help us see past that initial failure and keep hold of a vision of a future in which we succeed. Think about what happened when when you first learned to ride a pedal cycle. Yeah, you know, when you first learned to ride a bike, you were what? Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nothing in your living memory had prepared you for this experience. Yeah, you, you don't remember learning to walk. You were too young. So you've never done anything like learning to ride a bike. Yeah, if you just get on that bike to begin with, you lift your feet off the ground, you're just gonna You're just gonna topple over, aren't you? And then someone comes along, perhaps it's a parent, perhaps it's a sibling, and they say, You can do this. I know you can. And they hold the seat on the back of the bike and you start to pedal and they give you advice and they pick you up when you wobble and crash. I can't do this, you said. Yet you've got no evidence in your life that you could ever learn to ride a bike. You've never done anything like it before. But that person who is helping you, who is coaching you along, who is encouraging you, they motivate you by saying, yes, you can. And even though you've got no evidence to support it, it's, it's like you borrow some of their belief in you and you keep on going until one day you realise that they're not holding on to the bike anymore. You are pedalling on your own and you have done it. Such freedom as you zoom down the path with the wind in your face. Now having that person to, to help, your your coach, your motivator, they allowed you to escape Henry Ford's curse because you ended up doing something that you didn't believe that you could do. And that, in a nutshell, is the job of a motivational speaker. A motivational speaker shows people how to challenge and change the beliefs that are holding them back. A motivational speaker provides some belief that can be borrowed, so that people in the audience who are willing to attempt something that they would otherwise believe they could not do. A motivational speaker changes people at work, at home, at play. The the new life skills, the attitude adjustments, and the healthy beliefs that they develop, all thanks to their encounter with a motivational speaker. Now, The world today, I think, really needs some fresh voices. People who are going to speak up and not down. People who speak life and encouragement. People who help others achieve more than they ever believed was possible. And it, and it all starts with a story. We all have a unique story. You have a unique story. I have a unique story. And your unique story is a story that only you can tell. And that story could become the heart of your motivational speaking business. It might be about drones or puppies or climbing Everest or escaping a disaster or surviving a trauma. Whatever it is, it is your unique story. So have you ever thought that perhaps you might have a career ahead of you or a side gig or a business as a paid motivational speaker? Well, if that's the case, I've got a great free resource that will point you in the right direction. I'm hosting a webinar on how to become a paid motivational speaker on the 2nd of July. And you can reserve your place for free by going to marmsbreespeakers.com slash webinar. If you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, it's there. On the screen right now so that's marmestreespeakers.com slash webinar and I'll, I'll lay out for you um everything that you would need to do to go from a blank sheet of paper to a fully up and running motivational speaking business which is probably achievable in about eight weeks time okay so that's my offer i hope you've enjoyed today's episode of public speaking and presenting made easy I've been Mark Faithful from the Malmstrie Speakers Academy, and our time is up. So until next time, bye for now.